What did I wait? What did I cut twenty minutes of last episode? Oh, it was us talking, talking about, about fucking Flavor Town. Yeah, yeah. No one leaves Flavor Town. No one leaves Flavor Town. It's, it's no. like uh, it's like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Yeah, it, it was funny because like I'm I was I caught up on the Bim Bam this week and like. Mm-hmm. The week before we did that episode, I was listening to that thing, and they also went on like a thirty-minute tangent about Flavor Town and like oh, how really? Flavor Town doesn't have like a set place in the world. Like Flavor Town, Guy Fieri is like Flavor Town is wherever the fuck you want it to be. Wow. Like once he once yeah. he was eating a pizza and he was like, "This pizza is so good, it looks like a fucking like pothole cover in Flavor Town." And someone asked him <laughs> where Flavor Town was, and he was like, "Flavor Town's a state of being. Imagine like Flavor Town is wherever the fuck you want it to be." And he went on this wow. crazy fucking ride. You should listen to it; it's incredible. Wow, Flavor Town's a religion. It sounds like Guy Fieri's trying to start the next oh, cool. Scientology. Yeah, he's yeah. he's L. Ron Hubbard, uh, but for Flavor Town. Yeah, fl- um, Flavor Town is gonna be um, instead of Happy Science, is gonna be Tasty Science. Tasty Science. You know yeah. what I like about that idea though of like a Flavor Town religion is. I, l- I like the core philosophy behind it is that Flavor Town is whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Because with Scientology, it's like pay us money and you're going to r- like level up. Yeah. Essentially, like you're going to rank up in our religion if you give us more money. Guy Fieri is like, we accept everyone as long as you can imagine like a, a manhole cover is actually a pizza. Yeah, basically. It's incredible. You can be part of my cool religion. Yeah. Welcome to Flavor Town. You must have frosted tips to enter. Okay, see that there. That's that's back to the Scientology angle where you you do have to pay something. You have to yeah, but I do pay I do think dignity. I do think yeah, basically. But I do think that frosted tips are very heavily encouraged. Let's say that yeah, that's it. True. True. All right. <laughs> All <laughs> right. When we said we weren't going to talk about Guy Fieri, and then we did. No, we weren't. We're just going to go. He's a fucking he. He is just a conversation starter, my dude. He is. I feel. I feel like we all have like a collective fugue state. Whenever anyone mentions <laughs> Guy yeah. Fieri, it's like we all just, have an opinion. Yeah. Every. All, I think every human being has an opinion about Guy Fieri. Yeah. It's like the the four topics. Well, it's like the three topics: abortion, gay marriage, Guy Fieri. Those are the three things that everyone has an opinion Brenda Bigley. Hi, I'm Andrea Caperti. Welcome to No Script at All. It's a podcast about Terrace House, which is a show on Netflix that used to take place in Japan and now takes place in Hawaii. Uh, it's a reality television show, and it's very good. And you should yeah, watch it. Yeah, it's very good. If you're if you're listening to this eighth episode <laughs> and you haven't watched Terrace House yet, you know what? We won't we won't say anything bad. We won't judge you, but you yeah, probably should. Judge. Yeah, you should just watch it. It's yeah, it's good. a good show. Yeah, it's a good show. It's better than our dumb show about that show. It is. I will say, um, just looking over at the stats, bringing up the old metrics mm-hmm. uh, page of our podcast host, it does seem like a disproportionate amount of people listen to episode six. Really? Specifically, yeah. So generally what happens, I think, on watch along shows like this, where you go episode by episode, is that you know the, the first episode has the most listens and... You know, the second episode has, you know, a little bit less, less. but second most, you know, and you just kind of like have this gradual curve down to whatever the most recent episode is, because in every episode, people are going to fall off the wagon or, you know, whatever. Yeah, Um, we all do it. Yeah. I mean, so just looking at it right now, it looks like, you know, about 80 percent of the people who listen to the first episode also listen to the second episode. But that means we lost like 20 percent of people. Mm -hmm. Point being. Uh, you go down and it, and it follows that general trend all the way to episode six, which for some reason has as many downloads and listens <laughs> as the second episode that we did. I think that was the one where we talked about cults. Is it? I think that's the oh, one we maybe talked people about cults thought we were like breaking a hot scoop. Maybe. I'm sorry. That was a clickbait. We like clickbaited. Yeah. We podcasted you know that. I what? fucked up the audio in the beginning of that episode, too. So you can't hear the name. <laughs> Of the person that you're talking about, so we That's we true. did get a tweet asking us if um if the person that we were talking about who had just joined that cult was one of the <laughs> members of Terrace House and not just some random that we found on the internet. That's true. It ended up being some rando though. Oh yeah. my god! It was some total this, rando. 
This is the fucking. This is we we found it. This is the secret. <laughs> um, we have to yeah. break some like fake news. Oh fuck! Was this fake news? Oh shit! We're fake news. Fuck! We're fake news. Shit! What if? Shit. <laughs> what if every episode of this show that we've done so far, we did like full on recaps, but none of the things that we said in in the episode were accurate <laughs> at all? Like we just wrote our own plot for Terrace House Aloha State. Oh my dude! That's basically we'd be making Terrace House fan fiction. Yeah. Oh shit! That is exactly what that would be. Yeah. Um. Welcome to No Script at All, our Terrace House fan fiction cast. Wow. Um. My favorite pairing is Naomi Yusuke. Oh, my favorite is uh, Lauren and Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh fuck, dude! That's a really <laughs> good one too. Yeah. Really. Yeah. They they just hit it off like almost immediately. Yeah. Um, but in in and- my head canon, in my head canon, Lauren also becomes a hedgehog. Like she she draws so many hedgehogs that she kind of assim- assimilates herself into it. Kind, yeah, kind of like Shrek and Fiona. Yeah. In that Just sense. Like that. Who are like also this. in the house. Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. I know. <laughs> with a, their love triangle with Captain Falcon. It's really fucked up. It's really fucked up. <laughs> but uh, Captain Falcon's going to become an ogre. And Surprisingly, uh, though. <laughs> surprisingly, though, Eric uh-huh. is still the shittiest boy in the house. Yeah, Eric is still the shittiest. <laughs> Shrek literally takes showers in shit. Yeah. But Eric but is still the shittiest boy. Eric is still so shitty. Anyway, uh, anyway. So, <laughs> welcome to episode eight. It was called Taste of Cat. Uh, sorry, The Taste of Catfish on the First Date. Um, this was the end of part one oh of Aloha State. Part two uh, comes if you're listening to this in real time as we're releasing these episodes. Part two is coming out. Uh, what in like two weeks, I think. Yeah. So we have two weeks from now where like nothing is happening we're trying to figure out how to fill those episodes and then the week after that we'll be back so the yeah i guess technically three weeks from now is when we're back talking about new episodes of harris house um but this is episode eight this is the last this is uh the last guardian so that said (laughs) we made uh we made some predictions at the end of last week yeah I do want to say that I thought that we we were going to have a hundred percent hit rate on that. I think so too. We had we had fifty percent. It seemed like there was one conversation that happened towards the end where I was like, "This is yeah. this is going to be fucking ace in the hole." Like, we got it. We nailed it. We um, did nail it, and it was mostly you because I, I was strolling around with you. Yeah, almost happened. Almost happened. Almost happened. Uh, of the of the two <sighs> predictions, one of the two happened. So I guess let's get to it. Um. So what's what's interesting about this episode, I thought, was that like it, it's a lot of setup and not a whole lot happens, um, mm-hmm. even though there are like confrontations and there are a lot of conversations and stuff. By the end of it, when I was rewatching it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is like kind of a pretty just straightforward scene. Yeah. Um, where either, you know, nothing is resolved or not much happens. Um, yeah. Not that it was a bad episode by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but I do think that our conversation last week about how like. Yusuke finally asked Lauren out and I was just kind of like, I, I wasn't over the moon about it. It was just like, yeah, fine. it was like, finally, I felt like a pressure was lifted off my shoulders, but I also thought that this should have happened like three episodes ago. I agree. And, and I <sighs> described, um, these past few episodes to someone today and I said, uh, it's, it's like watching a slow motion train collision oh basically, God. um, where like, if if the train collision was so slow that by the time it was over you were jaded and you like pulled your phone out to like yeah. check Twitter, while, yeah, while, basically like the, the, the train is like slowly colliding with each other and we're just like Snapchatting. you're just like over it, yeah, exactly, like yeah, yeah, you're you're seeing if you can somehow like find a face in the crumpled metal that you can apply a Snapchat filter, apply, to. yeah, apply the filter on it, the dog one, yeah. oh god, yeah, the dog one, yeah, <laughs> look at this cute train. <laughs> uh smashing into another train anyway so that date happens but that's a little bit later um Mm -hmm. so let's just let's just start right kind of where we ended right so at the end of last week um lauren and avion were in the bedroom talking about uh this whole thing with yusuke how he asked her out and essentially she was like I don't really see him as someone that I could be in a relationship with. Like, I'm not into him. It was like the first time we'd ever gotten like a real straight answer from her. That yeah. was like, I just am not into him, basically. Yeah. Um, so that's how last week ended. And this week starts with Lauren in the living room with Eric and Naomi. Um, basically just talking about how she had made her feelings 
about Yusuke clear to everyone in the house? Like, this is, I think, one of those things that was kind of withheld from us, the viewer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they edited it in a way that we didn't know it at all. But it seems like she was pretty upfront with Eric and Yuya and Naomi and Avion that um, she was not into Yusuke and was kind of upset that everyone was kind of egging him on to ask her out. Um, They didn't talk at all about how like people from past Terrace House seasons had just like strolled in and they were kind of the ones that forced them to ask her out. Yeah, but also like I'll be really honest with you, she could have easily just said like no. Right. She could have said no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that kind of made me lose a little bit of respect for lauren yeah there are there are a couple things that happen in this episode that kind of rubbed me the wrong way this is kind of the beginning of of them where i i think that over the past eight episodes we've seen her be really clear and upfront and like bold about Mm -hmm. her feelings with others and i think you know we touched on this i think two episodes ago or something like that where part of that might just be like social anxiety like social awkwardness that she has yeah I i think was kind of uncovered a little bit later in the season Mm-hmm. Um, but I think part of that is also like, she's just, uh, very upfront. She's very straight up with people, uh, yeah. about, about how she's feeling. And she doesn't want any of that, like reality show bullshit that happens in other thing in other, you know, reality shows that we could watch, which, you know, very much fits the vibe of Terrace House is to be yeah. upfront and just like say how you're feeling. Um, that said, she's upset because she made it clear to everyone in the house that she's not into Yusuke, except for Yusuke. Yeah, which is like, my dude, like, you could have easily just said, like, oh, is this a date? I'm sorry, I don't feel that way towards you. And just let him down easy, instead of, like, what ends up happening this entire fucking episode. Like, the whole episode, I was just, like, at my desk, like, grabbing onto my hair. <laughs> like, yeah. so upset. Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. And, and it's, it's just, hard. it's weird that she kind of just expected to tell everyone else and have them do the job for her that she yeah. should have done. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like as if I mean, it was Eric's job to say, don't ask her out because she doesn't like you. Yeah. Which is like, my dude, like this, this, like I get, I get like if they knew that she wasn't interested, like, but they're not going to tell him like, Hey, she's not into you. And it's not like he was going to believe them like a hundred percent either. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And like, he doesn't, he didn't really lose anything in like asking her out because if she really was honest about her feelings, she would have just said no. Or right. she would have been like, we can just go as friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, that might've even been better for him because then I, I think part of his anxiety is like just having never ever been in any kind of relationship with a woman before. Or for- even like having asked anyone on a date before, because this is the first time for him too. Right. I think I think him just like being friends with Lauren would honestly be as much of a benefit, if not more than anything else that could have happened. You know what I mean? Like now, yeah. now we're in this situation where everything's awkward and bad, right? Mm-hmm. We got here through a bunch of like strange mishaps. I think there's an alternative reality in which Lauren and Yusuke are friends and that ends up making him more confident and feel yeah. better about himself. I mean, him saying, like, I'm going to go out on a date with her and it's going to go great. Yeah. Parting the kimono a bit, like, he released, I think we talked about this last week, I don't remember, but, like, he released a single called Monogatari called Story that's based on his, like, experience in Terrace House. Yeah. And he pops out, like, he went to, like, Lauren, like, Instagram and stuff, like, he went to Lauren's, like, art exhibition that she had, like, a little bit ago, too. So, like, it seems like Mm. they at least still become, still are friends outside of the camera and stuff. Yeah. But, I don't know. Reality, the real reality doesn't exist. We're, we're, we're concentrating on this thing that happened like seven months ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. So that's basically like the gist of that conversation. Um, Eric and Naomi are, I think they, they really don't respond at all the whole time because they, I think, are on Yeah, because the they're like, what the fuck are you talking about, my dude? Like, yeah. Eric, Eric has no. the smile that, that pops up when <laughs> he's being accused of something that he doesn't yes! think he. <laughs> He deserves to be accused of, which like nine times out of ten, he definitely, super definitely deserves to be accused of that thing. Yeah, but but in this, this case, he's time, super right. Yeah. Yeah. He's like smiling like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah. He's just like, what are you doing? Why? Why? Why would you why, say that? Why are you angry? Why would you say that? So the next scene we see after that is Yusuke going to Kay's hair, where we meet <laughs> Kozo, uh, who is the owner of Kay's hair. <laughs> Um, and Yusuke is basically just like getting his hair did, uh, also getting his eyebrows done. Yeah. 
He knows what's fun. up. Yeah, I've never yeah. gotten my eyebrows done. It's something that I think I should probably do at some point in my life. Seems like a fun it's, time. My my mom's Brazilian. Like in in Brazil, like guys go to the manicure salon and like get their like nails trimmed and stuff. It's super normal. So. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean it's nice. You you just just treat yourself. Yeah, I have massage. in the past never never done the eyebrow thing though, but yeah. It's, I know it's, that it's 2017, and uh, that's the jam, so... Yeah, but you have to have them on fleek, but also waxing, it hurts, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, I'm Straight sure. up, it hurts, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Yusuke's getting his haircut, and he basically, I think, just starts opening up to Kozo on a level that... Um, I don't know. It's it's weird to see him this open with this man. I think it's probably no. because he knows he's never going to see him again. Yeah, that's, <laughs> dude. I I I I go to a barber shop because I have an undercut. My hair is pretty easy, yeah. and like every single time, I have someone different. And you know, I talk about my entire life story with like that person that I'm never going to see ever again. That's so interesting. I try and say as little as possible. Really? Yeah. My dude, I, it just feels so weird. Like they're so close to my face. I feel like I need to at least like tell them like, hey, my name's Andrea. <laughs> yeah well i will say the last time i went and got a haircut um my foot had been broken for six months so oh my I god shave or cut my hair or do anything <laughs> um so then i went back to work one day before thanksgiving and uh i went and found the closest barbershop to my office and walked in and no one talked to me yeah and i understood why and and you know just because i knew i looked like tom hanks and castaway Oh, my God. uh, And after they cut my hair and gave me uh, an accidental alt-right haircut, um, which was a bummer, the guy was like, okay, we're all good. And I I mentioned, I was like, yeah, man, it feels really good to get my haircut. I've been meaning to get it done for so long. I've been cooped up in my house since the summer because my foot's been broken. And he takes a step back and he's just like, oh, my God, it all makes sense now. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) He, like, roasted you. What the fuck? (laughs) Um, so maybe next time if I go back there, I could have like a normal conversation. But anyway, he opens up to Kozo, uh, and he says like, I'm not sure if she is coming on this date with me because she actually likes me or if she's doing it because she's just being nice. And Kozo, like any normal fucking human being would in this situation is like, yeah, why would you, why would you think of it that way? Of course she likes you because it's not like the guy who's cutting your hair is going to be like, actually, I don't think, I don't think she, uh, does like you. I think she's just being nice. Yeah, I've talked to you for five minutes yeah. and I think that she's just being nice. Yeah, he also has no context, but also like you're not going to ruin his day, my dude, you know? Yeah, exactly. So Kozo also gives Yusuke a hot tip, which is, uh, hey, mm-hmm. if you're going on a date with someone, you should maybe hold their hand, which Yusuke is floored by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's amazed by this idea. Had no like, idea. Already? Yeah, Hold yeah. <laughs> and uh and and kozo says this quote there are things that can only be conveyed by touch between a man and a woman which is a thing that normal people don't say out loud i think this man fucks <laughs> yeah <I'm, laughs> yeah I, I i was just so weirded out by that whole exchange um i was glad that yusuke was treating himself though that's nice yeah no that was really cute but also that was a weird like i feel like we saw more of kozo but i think we were ready for I will say that we see more of Kozo in this episode than we do of Eric. I think yeah. th- I think Kozo has more lines than Eric in this one, which and probably. Like, well, yeah, because the whole time Eric is just like smiling, like, "Hey, yeah, pre- why am pre- I getting yelled at, my dude?" Primo episode. It would be interesting if we traded Kozo for Eric. I think that would what make is? for an interesting dynamic an in the house. Yeah, we need a hairstylist. We don't have a hairstylist this season. That is true. We haven't had one yeah. yet. Very important. Mm-hmm. Always need one. So that's that's the end of that. The next scene we see is Naomi and Yuya, and they are at the pool filling up water balloons and hanging out in the pool, kind of throwing water balloons at each other in the pool, which I don't know. That doesn't make much sense to me, but I guess like they're having fun and that's all that matters. Yeah, it was like if you're going to throw water balloons at yourself, we're not going to explode if we're in the pool. It was I, I don't know. As, as as someone from an island who's been to pools and done water balloons a long time, yeah. that was not correct water balloon etiquette. No, it wasn't. No, because no. what, what you're supposed to do is sprint through, like, a campground or, like, by a beach <laughs> or something yeah. you know, at top speed, hoping to avoid getting hit 
in the back by a water balloon and then yeah. when it does hit you it doesn't break and it you know it's like a welt which yeah which was like what we were, what we were doing but it was also like hitting the water it was weird i don't know it was kind of cute though you think like, so yeah they were just like hanging out like not even as like a romantic thing it was just like two little like two dudes just hanging out just two bros yeah just two bros just two bros there's yeah. a pizza place in New York called Two Bros that I walk by every day. And I really? think to myself every time I walk by, just two bros. Just two bros. Anyway, uh, so they're doing that. And uh, what we see later is that same area by the pool. Yuya and Eric are having a conversation where Yuya basically says, um, hey, Abion is uh, kind of upset with me. Oh, my God. I, I went to go ask her if she wanted to join Naomi and me in throwing water balloons at each other in the pool like weirdos. Uh, and <laughs> she wasn't, she wasn't having it. Like she was upset already. Uh, she continued to be upset when I asked her to do that, said that she didn't want to join me. Um, and she said that basically paraphrasing that, um, she sees him as a kid still. And like, she quote unquote, can't keep up with him and all of his like wacky hijinks. <laughs> what the fuck? This is um, so weird to me. I don't know. Yeah. It, it was a strange, it was a strange thing. I think, I think with the next scene, we kind of get into it a little bit more, but that's that's the gist of what's happening. Eric gives a bunch of like weird lady yeah. advice. Um, yeah, well, yeah, that I don't think really makes any sense. But that said, Yuya seems very confused about what's going on. He doesn't mm-hmm. really see himself as doing anything wrong. And the next scene we see is um, Lauren, Avion, and Naomi in the dining room, and Avion is basically saying. I remember Yuya saying first night when we were in the house that when he's into someone, he goes after them like 100 mm-hmm. percent. Like he's really, really forward and he's not doing that with me. He doesn't seem like he's doing that with me. Like he doesn't seem like he's being extra forward. Yeah. Um, he just seems like he's hanging out with Naomi, essentially. Um, mm-hmm. And and the whole conversation seems to be dancing around this idea that she's trying to accuse Naomi of something. At least that's how I read it. I don't know if you no, read it that way. No, it's totally how I read it too. Like it, and but she can't like just I, say it. No, she can't just say it because like we're not dating. Like we're right. We're just right. like hanging out, but also like we're all friends with each other. So it was so it was really weird to like have her like be. She was she was being jealous. Like have her be jealous of this guy that she's gone on two dates with, and who like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it, it, it would seem to me like for her to have like any like actual ground to stand on, they had to like have been like actually like dating for a while. You think so? You think it had to be official? I think so. Cause like I, I, I don't know. Like everyone lives, they all live together. We're all gonna hang out together. It's not like he's ditching Avion to go hang out with Naomi, which would be like a really fucked up thing to do. You know what I mean? Right, right, totally. And he is constantly yeah. asking Avion out to go out on dates. Yeah. And even so it just seems like if she wanted to join them in the pool yeah so it seems like he's like he's he's like trying to like balance this this like friendship with naomi and also this relationship that he's looking to have with avion like trying to figure out like like get to know her better yeah but like i don't know like he he did i think he did all the correct things and i normally i normally like do not defend my boy (laughs) but but he didn't do anything wrong i think like i i have to play devil's advocate a little bit yeah. Um, on this one because I was trying to figure out what Abion like what the what the main crux of her problem was mm-hmm. when I was watching it the second time and the way I walked away from it like really at the core of what she's thinking is not that she's upset with Yuya as much as she is upset with Naomi and not being able to say that and going after Yuya as like kind of a fill in the blank in this case, where I think that she is upset that Naomi is very clearly into Yuya still uh, mm-hmm. and is clearly trying to pursue him and seems to be trying to break them up in certain instances. We saw a lot more of that last week than we did this week. But like, yeah, that's that true, context is still there. I think that that conversation in the dining room was more like, hey, can you kind of back off a bit? Because, like, I'm trying to pursue something with this dude and it seems like you're also trying to pursue something with this dude and uh, yeah. it's kind of like a shitty thing to do from a friendship standpoint. Yeah, uh, I, I um, yeah, that's, how, I, that's maybe what was happening there. Maybe. I see that. I think with what happened last week of like her of like Naomi, like overhearing like Avion and Yuya like flirting. Yeah, 
I I came I came to it from like a kind of different perspective of which like I think Naomi's already given up on Yuya. Like I think Naomi like mm. doesn't really think that him that Yuya and her are gonna like have a relationship together. Yeah. Like or like because clearly he's like into Avion instead. Right. Um, yeah. But like it seems like she still values like his friendship enough to like still want to be friends with him. Right. And so that's kind of how she approached it. I don't think she, I, I'm, I'm I don't think she meant to like upset. No, no, no. I don't think yeah. so either. I I really and think I don't that think from she my meant to. Point, she yeah, was, and I don't really think yeah. that she like either she wanted to like pursue him romantically anymore either. I don't know. You know yeah. what I mean? I do. I I super do. I I agree that Naomi's not trying to actively uh be malicious in any way. Yuya doesn't see himself as doing anything wrong because he's just, you know, friends with Naomi and actually yeah. wants to pursue a relationship with Abion. I just yeah. think that she I think that Abion is kind of left out of the loop in that case. And she feels like she wasn't or or like she doesn't know where everything stands, even though mm-hmm. Yuya and Naomi definitely understand where they both stand on that situation. And I um, get that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. get I get her feeling insecure about that, which is yeah. which was Pretty like I'm. I'm still glad that this happened because it ended up with us having a conversation between both of them, like outside later. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I, I cleared think, everything. I think out. at the end of the day, like I don't agree with the whole situation, but I I yeah. do think that's where Avion's coming from, and I think because my my first read of it was also like she's being jealous. You yeah. Know? And and I think the panel even talks about that later. Like they they were saying that she's just like exhibiting signs of jealousy. Um, yeah. I think I think it was more like being bummed out that her friend was hitting on the person that she wanted to. Yeah. Date. But anyway, so later outside or I guess they're they're hanging out inside and, and Yuya comes in and asks Abion if they can talk outside alone and they go back outside to the pool. And the first thing that Yuya says when he sits down is like, hey, I was being inconsiderate of your feelings. I'm sorry uh, if I if I bummed you out. Um, this isn't like a situation where it's like, I'm sorry if I said something that offended you. It was no, which is like really like, thank God he didn't do that, but he didn't do the Eric apology. Right. Yeah. It was more like like, a very genuine, like, I'm sorry. You were clearly upset. Like I, I, I said, I thought about it and like, I'm really sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. like good. That's how people should fucking apologize. Damn. Exactly. And Avion really doesn't react to that apology, which I also agree thought was very sincere and heartfelt. Um, She is not really on board with it and basically just like starts kind of not going after him. I don't want to phrase it that way, but kind of starts going after him. Basically, like talking about how. She is uncomfortable with the whole Naomi thing because she feels like whenever Yuya is hanging out with Naomi, they're, he's able to be himself more. He's able to open up, mm-hmm. be more fun. Um, she can kind of start to see the age difference between her and Yuya mm-hmm. in that sense. Um, in that like she can't go 100 miles an hour constantly the same way that he can, which is weird because I don't see him as going 100 miles an hour all the time. I see him as more yeah, of like a either. stoic dude. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. Yeah, so this is this is when it kind of tips back the other way for me during this conversation. Yeah. Um, because some of the things that Yuya starts to say to defend this sound a little bit sketchy to me where he's like, what does he say? Oh, Naomi's just a good friend, but I want to be more than friends with you. Um, it, it all seems like really classic, almost cliche things like, that you boy. say. Like, yeah, after you've like I don't know. It feels like, yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's a great way of putting it. It's like, like weird fuckboy responses, you know? Yeah, a little bit. Which, I mean, I don't know. Like I, we I, both definitely come around on him. Yeah, as a, as a human. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. And so I don't, I don't know if it's like me being biased that I really want him to be like a good, a good person. But like yeah. I, I do think that like he, he just didn't really understand the situation and why she was getting upset at that. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, he just didn't articulate himself very well. Yeah. Um when when confronted with these feelings that i think abion doesn't even really understand in her mm-hmm. own brain yet um mm-hmm. which is why at the end of the conversation it ends on such like a sour note where they are basically just like all right i guess we're done here and then they just leave and like nothing yeah. is really solved they both kind of just like aired the grievances and then left um yeah but as far as we know from this point on like they might be on shaky ground. They might not even like go out again. Yuya does say like, Hey, I do plan on asking you out again. Like I want this to keep going. Um, and Abion doesn't really seem like she's having it. Uh, yeah. Yet, so I guess we'll see. 
Part two. We'll see. Yeah. One star. I don't know yet. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or I guess it's it's maybe three stars. It could go either way. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Um, That's it. That's it. I really was interested in that conversation, though. um, Yeah, because I, I really think it was just like two people who don't completely understand where the other person's coming from yet. Yeah. Which in, in a way, like I thought, I thought it was really good that they finally had this conversation. Like, right. It, it's weird. Cause like, I don't think stuff like, I don't think stuff like this really like happens So like messily in boys and girls in the city. I, uh, I agree. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like kind of interesting to like, see how Terrace house took on this, like, we don't know why we're upset, but we're upset <laughs> kind of yeah, perspective. Exactly. Yeah. Which is like a cliche, like, like the bachelor thing, but right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. 100%. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. Ha- having that like weird ambiguity in the argument is really kind of, um, kind of new, kind of mm-hmm. new and kind of interesting anyway. So that, that happens and then it just ends and we kind of don't know where what's happening next. Yeah. But, uh, the next thing that we see is uh, Yusuke coming back from uh, getting his haircut and from shopping and buying a whole bunch of new clothes that he bought for the date. Uh, He also bought some boots, some brown boots. They look Uh, good. They do look good. There's some nice boots, honestly. Yeah. Um, He he gets a white shirt and a kind of reddish shirt, uh, and he's asking for advice because he doesn't know which one is going to be best for his date. Uh, Yeah. Yuya and Eric are both immediately just like, wear the red one because white is like way too formal for just Yeah, it looks like a, like a choir boy. <laughs> yeah. A um, little bit, little bit too awkward. He was like, what pants yeah. should I wear? They were like jeans, dude. You're just going Yeah, the to ones you have on, my movie. dude. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, they literally tell him to wear the ones that he's wearing at that exact moment. Yeah. Um, which is really great. And Yusuke starts to go down his rabbit hole. And, and I'm excited to talk to you about this because I, mm-hmm. this I think really lets us into his world and how he prepared for this date. But he basically talks about how when he was at the hair salon, uh, he was learning about how he's supposed to be holding hands with Lauren on this date, yeah. right? How that's like a normal first date thing. Um, and he starts talking about it. And then at the end of talking about holding hands, he says, I think I'm considering it. <laughs> uh, like, I think I'm considering holding hands with Lauren on this date. And Eric says, uh, thank God, you should have it happen naturally. You know, if it's going to happen, like make it natural. Um, yeah. I think this is really, well, I'll, I'll bring up one more thing. So later he talks about it, like how he's going to ask her out to dinner. Uh, and they're like, Oh, you didn't ask her yet. And he's like, no, nah, I thought, mm-hmm. you know, I'd let the movie happen. And then, you know, ask, ask her, uh, if she wants to go to dinner afterwards and, you know, it has to be a vegan place. So I came up with a few options that are like around the theater. Um, yeah. so like, I'll have her choose which one she wants to go to. Okay. So, I'll just I'll spoil this part now. I mean, everyone who's listening to this has already watched it, but like I'll spoil this part now. Like he has a reservation at the table at the place that he goes to later. Yeah, I, I have to ask, first of all, do you think he had a reservation at every single option? Yes, I think so. I think so, too. And I think on top of that, just to like add a second layer to that, I think that he had meticulously planned out literally every single second of the date. I think that not a single moment of the date had gone unplanned. He probably had talking points that he rehearsed in his brain. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably like knew exactly what movie and what time. He probably knew everything about the movie, even though like while he's online, he's asking her about you know yeah. what movie. Like I think that he had meticulously planned every single thing out, and he was now trying to figure out how do I fit in holding hands like where does that fit in my schedule and my itinerary i think so too that's exactly what i was thinking as well like i was like because do you remember like your first date dude i think it's different for guys than it is for girls i guess like in the super heteronormative thing but like Mm. do you remember your first date like did you did you plan shit out like that no i didn't really yeah i really didn't not on that level I mean, I, it was like, I, I, we're going to go to the movies because, again, like, move. I, I, th- I meant to mention this last week and I didn't, but like, the movies are the most obvious first date. Yeah. Well, yeah. What the if fuck? You're awkward Lauren? And you don't know how to talk to people. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Of course, we're going to the movies. Of course, the date. God damn it. This is a yeah. fucking show where people date. Anyway. Yeah. Like, I. I had talking points that I like rehearsed too, like on my first baby date. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, really? Yeah. But like, I didn't, I didn't like. I didn't plan out the whole like, oh, like he's going to yawn and put his arm around me kind of thing. But like, right, which happened and I want to vomit <laughs> thinking about it. But yeah, like, wait, it, wait, I, wait, I want to back up. It was the, it was the yawn. It was the yawn fake. Yeah, he 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 faked the yawn and put his arm around me. And I was like, In we were life? watching like 
I'm gonna date myself, I think. I think you're watching one of the, like, Harry Potter, like, the fourth or the third one in the movie theater. Amazing. Yeah, and Um, he yawned, and I was like, how can you yawn? This is Harry Potter. Wow. So you basically (laughs) had the same date that Lauren and Yusuke went on. Basically, yeah. Oh my god, that's true. Plus the yawn fake. Yeah, plus the yawn fake, which I think Chaboy, like, you have to do the yawn fake. That could have gotten gotten it yeah maybe the one thing that kozo should have imparted onto yusuke was the yeah. on fake yeah the on fake i um, mean you can be like oh sorry if it should be like eh, it's okay and just like <laughs> God, i hate this <laughs> um what yeah, are you my I, hairdresser i'm like telling you everything <laughs> i think that he i think that he planned everything meticulously I, think so too. I, I also think that he had reservations at every single possible I restaurant think so too. And you know what? I think I think he ended up like he was planning to call every single one, but it ended up not happening and canceling the reservations. Yeah, if he's yeah. a good dude, and he would do yeah. that, he would somehow yeah. sneakily like call them all, so like yeah. Lauren wouldn't realize that he was calling. Like maybe he'd be yeah. like, "Oh, sorry, I have to take this," and then like call up for a restaurant and be like, "Ooh, I gotta cancel this reservation." Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. My man. Weird thing. So anyway, that that basically I, I, happens. I think so. Yeah, I, I agree with you. He he planned everything out. Yeah, he super did. So that whole conversation happens where he's like basically saying, I'm considering adding holding hands to my itinerary for the date. Uh, <laughs> and the next thing we see is the actual date itself. Uh, they're at the movie theater. Uh, Yusuke standing out in his uh, off red shirt, his jeans that he wore yesterday and mm-hmm. his, boots. his boots. And uh, he's, you know, looking, looking fly, looking fresh, looking like he just got his eyebrows did. Yeah. And uh up walks Lauren, looking super unenthused. Yeah, yeah. Which, like, of course you would be. Uh, but again, she put herself in this situation. That's true. <sighs> Lauren, I can't, I can't defend this. Like, yeah, me either. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just, it's shitty for her and also for you, for like Yusuke. Yeah, I don't, I don't even feel like it was like, oh, I, I'm being pressured into going out on this date situation. I really just feel like she should have stomped the bug if she wanted to early. Which, you know what? Like, I've I've also gone on dates, but, like, I say, yeah, Same. sure, to it. And then, like, yeah. two minutes later, I'm like, I don't want that to go. That was a bad idea, yeah. <laughs> I'm sick. Right. But they also live together, so she couldn't really do that. Yeah. Yeah, I but I, yeah, I mean... We could t- I think we could talk about this for an entire episode. Yeah. Uh, just to let you guys know, the next two episodes that we're doing in between uh, parts one and two are us talking about just yeah. Lauren and just Yusuke. Lauren. Yeah, she 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 could have been a legend. <laughs> she could have been a legend. I'm gonna um, read. I'm gonna read my fan fiction. Oh my god, that'll be the next episode. Yeah, that'll be the next episode. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> she's super unenthused. They go buy tickets for the uh, to the movie, which is Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Oh, uh, um, very good flick, by the way. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's spectacular. Yeah, it's really good. I like it's spectacular. It a lot. I, I, I like did... the surprise Johnny Depp. Well, now it's not a surprise. Oh fuck! The movie's been out for like almost a year, my dude. That's true. That's a good point. Um. Anyway, so they they go see Fantastic Beasts. Uh, Yusuke pretends that he doesn't know anything about it. <laughs> on the line um you know if if what we're saying is to be believed he's totally pretending that he doesn't know anything 100 he knows about the johnny depp yeah he he already knows about the yeah he knows he already watched the movie yeah he's already checked (laughs) run p to figure out when he can go to the bathroom during the movie he already knows you know about run p no i don't know about run p oh i'm gonna need you to go to run p.com what actually i don't know if that's a website that might be problematic oh no it is a website there's an app though Okay, so what? essentially what Run P is, uh, this episode is now sponsored by Run P. Yeah, Basically, you download it, it shows you all the movies that are out, and then it tells you exactly what <gasps> time during a movie or uh, you should go pee. But it, it says it via, like, non-spoilery descriptions. So, like, uh, for example, one of the things that, that popped up here on their website is Avengers Age of Ultron. So it'll be like, uh, when the Hulk is in a plane go pee because you have like three minutes yeah oh my god there are two good pee times early in the movie what exactly there you go never have any action in the plot the film it's easy to summarize what the last pee time is for emergency use only oh that's so good (laughs) this is great what the fuck i mean you if you use this in um in austin you would get shot because the alamo draft house does not let you take your phone out right yeah yeah but yeah this is good 
I'm well, gonna look it up. What's nice about it is that you can just kind of keep them in mind beforehand. Like you could look it up beforehand and just keep in mind, like, okay, oh, yeah. uh, when Dory sees her dad for the second time, yeah. uh, go pee, you know, which is oh, good. Okay. Anyway, okay. run pee. Run pee. Dot com. Anyway, yeah. Definitely uh, a Yusuke favorite. Mm-hmm. So they, so they go see Fantastic Beasts. Uh, I'm sure they didn't say anything of note during the previews or anything. Uh, actually, I think no. Yusuke mentions that later that he tried to talk to her during the previews and like it didn't work in the same way that like I don't like talking to people during the previews I, because I, I love watching the, the previews. Yeah. I know. If you're it, here in Austin, too, like during the previews is when you like order your food. Oh, really? Like when you're at the draft house. Yeah, because like during the previews is when everyone will come around and like get your food with your like your right stuff mm. down and put it on top. So like you have stuff to do during the previews. Mm. And I fucking I want to watch the fucking previews, dog. Like I don't. Yeah, I love the previews. To me, the previews are part me of the too. movie. Me anyway. too. Yeah, 100 percent. Anyway, so uh, they they leave the movie. They're walking out uh, and the conversation is brutal. Essentially, what happens is Yusuke <laughs> asks if she liked the movie says he wants to talk about it more because he's trying to set up like, oh, why don't we go uh, out to dinner and, and talk about this, right? He's about to ask her out to dinner. He thinks he's about to ask her out to dinner. Um, like, oh, I want to go talk about this movie over dinner. Wouldn't that be cool? Uh, and Lauren looks at her phone and says, oh, it's seven o'clock already. It's getting late. Uh, and Yusuke, because I, I think he thinks that she didn't get the hint initially, is like, hey, are you hungry, Lauren? Um, and she says, yeah, I'm actually a bit hungry. Which, bad thing to say when you know what's coming and, and you're about to turn him down. Anyway, he says, hey, do you want to go out to dinner? And she says, e- I actually uh, eat dinner with my grandma on Fridays. Which I thought was a lie. I should mention immediately. I thought it was a lie, too. I thought yeah. it was a lie as well. Yeah. Sure felt Spoiler, like a lie. it's not. Yeah. But... Not a lie. Uh, sure felt like a lie. And I'm sure Yusuke probably also thought that it was a lie immediately. Um, yeah. But as we find out later... Like everyone just has this like, oh, yeah, she does do that every Friday kind of moment a little bit later. Um, but no one, no one put the pieces together. No one put the pieces together. No one warned Yusuke ahead of time that he was going to get turned down regardless of if she had a good time or not uh, for yeah. dinner, which is a bummer. Um, and uh, Lauren basically just turns around and leaves like without really saying much else. She just kind of splits, uh, yeah. leaving Yusuke by himself. Yeah, it was really rough. I didn't. It's like worse than what I thought it was going to (laughs) be. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we were just going to have like a like a a, just like a hangout and like go to dinner and like it wouldn't really be any sparks and he would never hold her hand. But like she just fucking like ditched him, my dude. Like, yeah, yeah. There is a difference between like saying no gracefully. um saying yes and having it kind of be a continuation of the thing that they were already doing where she was like kind of committed to not coming off as like leading him on in any way and what she ended up doing which is like oh wow i have this great built-in excuse i'm gonna use it bye and then just fucking bails man which is mean it's mean yeah it's mean and he and she he asked her like to to the date like with enough time in advance that she could have like planned to not have dinner with her grandma that same day yeah exactly also exactly. like it's it's also shitty of her to not have like considered that you know what i mean like yeah and even later when she's talking about it with the girls in their room and they're like asking her how the date was uh and if i i forget how this comes up but when she starts talking about how she said that she couldn't go to dinner because she was having dinner with her grandma, she has like this big smile on her face. Like, isn't that a slick move? And it's like, well, actually, it's kind of shitty. Yeah. Or like, it was kind of a bummer, man. I. It anyway, was, gotta, it was really sad. I was watching this like, yeah, because I watched it. I watched part of the episode in my bed, like at the same like at night. And you watched oh, the other watched... part of it on the floor because you fell off your bed. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I was like about to cry because it was you're like, upset. yeah, I know. I've I've also done what Lauren did <laughs> before. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, unfortunately, but I, I don't think I was as mean about it. I don't know. I I want to play devil's advocate, but also like that's so shitty of her. Yeah, I mean, it really is like she dug a really deep hole for herself, and it was hard to get out, and like that ended up being the perfect out you know for this hole that she dug herself into 
Um, should mention before we move on that Yusuke ends up going to a dinner place and, uh, he says, Hey, there's a reservation for Yusuke Aizawa. And the guy's like, Oh yeah, your table's out on the balcony. Um, and he goes out and eats catfish by himself in a plastic container for some reason. I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, me neither. Um, that might be some like weird producer shit to be totally honest, but I mean, maybe we won't read into that anymore, but like. It was sad. Maybe, it was a sad moment. Maybe he went, maybe he went to his reservation and he was like, well, this bitch is in here so I can eat some fucking real food that's not vegan food. And like, oh, yeah. Postmated. Yeah, maybe he got like Postmates to like deliver like a barbecue and a hamburger to his place. Yeah. TaskRabbit, please bring me catfish yeah, immediately please. to this balcony. Just throw it yeah. up to the top of the balcony. Yeah, I'm going to stay in this balcony. But yeah, because it's a vegan place. What the fuck would have they have catfish at a vegan place? Yeah. Um... That was brutal. That was a brutal and sad thing to watch. That was really sad. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, the the next thing that happens is, is, uh, you know, we check in with the panel and the panel kind of jokes about um, or they joked earlier as well. But they kind of continue to joke about the idea that like Yusuke's stamping off like all of these like real life experiences that he has to have. Like, yeah, asked the girl out, went on the first date, like got rejected. Um, Yeah. And at the end of the day, I think that that's correct. I, I think that, like, mm-hmm. it's important that he has this happen to him um, at some point in his life. And, like, why not now, I guess? Yeah. But at the same time, I I am really sticking with what I said earlier, which is that if she had just been like, hey, let's be friends. Yes. That would have been better yes. for his confidence. That would have been 100% better for him because he wouldn't. Now he's going to, like have some weird like not knowing if she likes him or like yeah i don't yeah, know I mean, it's now we, it's like muddy yeah well we see that he kind of does land on the correct side when trying to figure out her feelings right he he yeah. definitely walks away from it realizing that like she's not into him but that said you're right i mean it could have easily have been more ambiguous and shitty and sketchy and weird and he could have been like oh she just had to go out but yeah. uh, she had a good time. We both had a good time. Like he could have misinterpreted the whole thing and it could have been 100%. a train yeah. wreck. More of a train wreck than it More of a train was. wreck than it actually was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We then check in with uh, the girl's room. It's everyone there. Uh, everyone's there. It's Abion, Lauren, and Naomi. They ask how the date was. Obviously, it's weird. She walks in and uh, they're looking at her like expectantly and she's like, what? Like, yeah, everyone wants yeah. to know how the date went, dude. What yeah, do you what think the fuck, my dude? sitting there waiting for you for? Anyway. Um, yeah. She says we didn't talk much because it was a movie. Of course, yes. again, that's why Yusuke yeah. asked her to go see a movie. Really, they just like Avion keeps asking over and over and over again. Like, you don't see him as anything more than a friend. Like, you don't see any potential relationship with that dude at all. And like every single time, Lauren's like, no, 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 no. I don't see this working out at all. He's like just a good friend, and that's basically it. But I don't even think she wants that. To be totally honest, I think she just yeah. wants yusuke like gone um yeah at this point like i think she she's gonna see him fuck dude the next day when they see each other in the house what that's the what fuck I mean. I, like i don't know if you've been in a situation like that not not terrace house obviously not like a situation like, no, which, like you went house. on a date with someone and then you saw them the next day in the house uh, that you were also living in but i just mean like you knew that someone was into you. You tried to make it work and it didn't work. And then you saw them the next day. And like, that's the worst. I went to a tiny college. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I went to it too for a bit. It's fucking. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. I know. I, I've been in that exact situation and it's super fucking awkward. And I feel like the only thing that Lauren could be thinking was, I wish that I wasn't here or Yusuke wasn't here because that would make things a lot easier. Oh yeah. Um, 100%. So that led me, all of this led me to believe let me let me just jump back to last week. Um, mm-hmm. The the prediction that Yusuke was going to have a bad date and he was going to leave this episode and Naomi was going to realize that she couldn't be with Yuya and she was going to leave this episode. I mm-hmm. thought I was convinced that Yusuke was about to leave um, because the next the next thing we see is him in the boys room. Um, he's basically, you know, just like kind of going over to uh to eric and yuya what happened on the date he's like you know we didn't have any time to talk at all zero time like okay again you planned that because you went to yeah. go see a movie with her that's that's how movie dates work um that's why you go on movie dates in the first place yeah 100 percent. 
um, basically, you know, we were going to go out to dinner, but then I forgot that she goes out uh, to eat with her grandma on Fridays. <laughs> and everyone goes, oh, yeah. 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 Eric's like, oh, yeah, she does do that every single <laughs> week and has every single week since she started here. Um, God damn it. Yusuke kind of tries to rationalize it in his brain where he's like, uh, you know, it's nice that she cares a lot about her family and it's, you know, the right thing to do to go uh, eat with her grandma and stuff like that. Uh, and basically ends with him saying, like, she's a really nice person for coming on this date with me. Um, but I realize that she and I are never really going to be together. Like, it's never going to work out. And he just says, like, straight up, I think I'm going to give up. And what I thought the next thing was going to be was like, and that's why I'm leaving the terrace house. And I was oh so God. fucking ready for it. I was like literally edge of my seat, like just fucking do it. Get out of here. Like, which, oh, which no. sucks because he's a real human being and I shouldn't feel like that. But I just yeah. so badly wanted my prediction to come true. <laughs> you just really wanted to feel gratified. Like, yeah, I knew it. Yeah. It, yeah. I, f- I felt like some kind of weird, like gladiator shit where I was like sitting in the bleachers. Like, yeah. <laughs> The, like about to like the do the thumbs up or the thumbs off. down yeah exactly oh my yeah god um that's exactly how i felt um and and yuya says something along the lines of like you know if you wanted to move on i would be with you like that makes a lot of sense but if you wanted to say like i'm gonna try and ask her out again and make this right like i would also have your back on that which is like nice because yeah. i don't know it the arc of the Yuya Yusuke relationship has been really interesting where like Yuya kind of made fun of him a whole bunch in the beginning and then like has kind of become his like, I don't know, his backboard. Buddy. Yeah, his buddy. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. It's a nice thing. Yeah. Um, and Eric's in the corner like, huh. Yeah, and Eric just has his like Tony Stark facial hair for some reason. Yeah, what's what the fuck? Yeah, that's right. I don't know what's up with that. Anyway. So anyway. that that's that's the end of that. Uh Yusuke's obviously fucking bummed. Lauren's obviously fucking bummed. That's the end of that. Uh but we do get some closure on a different thing. Um, because the next scene we see is Avion and Naomi in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And uh we don't really know how this how this conversation started happening or or who asked who. Um it seems yeah. it, it seems like there's an implication that Avion actually asked Naomi out mm-hmm. to talk about all this stuff um but naomi just kind of starts talking about um why she was into yuya she says that the boyfriend that she had um for six years which i had Dude. totally forgotten that she had dated someone for six years um, yeah we find out that his name was yuya as well that's such a that's such an uncommon name by the way is it yeah it's not really that common to have like a yuya like i've, I've never met a yuya in my mm. part of japan so i don't know um she so we find out her her boyfriend was named Yuya. Uh, she mm-hmm. called him Yuya Kun. Oh my god! I would have fucking like if she had the same name as my boyfriend. I would have fucking ran. Like no. <laughs> uh, and uh, she says that she was into him because she wanted to call Yuya Yuya Kun, like she did with her old boyfriend, which is kind of weird. But also, I guess weird. if you're yeah. trying to get over someone that you're dating for six years, I can see why uh, your yeah. brain would try and cling to any sense of normalcy um yeah so i get that she was into yuya for that weird reason abion has this like holy shit of course face on uh and naomi Mm -hmm. says like hey i'm sorry if i made you feel uncomfortable i'm sorry if i made you feel like um you know we were competing over this dude essentially that's super not what i wanted at all um and uh like at the end of the day she didn't want to feel like she was a burden um which is that's kind of been her whole arc the whole time that she's been in the house. Yeah. It's like she didn't, she didn't want to feel like a burden on anyone. Um, but at the end of the day, realized that she was putting a strain on Yuya and Abion, finding some sense of uh, happiness between the two of them. Um, which was like a really grown up and nice thing for Naomi to do. Yeah, I thought that was really nice. Yeah. Um, and Abion seemed to totally, totally accept it and like be totally fine with it. She has this like, I don't know. You can, you can almost see the calm wash over her when Naomi yeah. says that which is really nice and in a way that it super did not when she was talking to Yuya about it yeah. earlier in the episode um, it really seems like any problems that were happening there just kind of wash away in that moment um, yeah because they were like actually like on the same wavelength kind of for yeah exactly exactly yeah Um, and then Naomi says alright now that that's out of the way let's get on to the main event Um, and she says I'm leaving yeah I'm leaving the terrace house Um, and uh 
Avion thinks she's joking, and Naomi is super not. It's like, nope. And we get the door slam, and uh, 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 yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's that's the episode. That is part one of Aloha State. One person left. One person left, and we didn't even see them leave. I know. I don't even know how. Is it because it's only it was only eight episodes? I don't know how. I don't remember how it was in like Boys and Girls in the City, but like it it seems long. Like for all these people to stay, I don't know. yeah, for that long. Can I tell you something? What? Um, I really think, and we talked about this in episode one. I really think the house is too nice. This house? Yeah, I think I think that the terrace house is honestly <laughs> the house itself. Oh yeah, too nice. <laughs> and no one and they don't want to leave. Yeah, so it's an incredible house. Yeah, you have to be in some kind of emotional turmoil to leave. That's true. I think either Eric or Yuya, I think, are going to end up being like the the Armands of the show. Yeah, maybe we're both. just going to stay there Who the knows? whole fucking time. Maybe both. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, my man. Yeah. Like, I, I'm still holding out hope that Armand becomes the Armand of, of Terrence. I want Armand to come in so bad. Oh my God. That'd be so good. Um, yeah, I, <gasps> I really honestly think that, like, if I was living in that house, I wouldn't leave ever. Like, unless until Netflix was like, hey, fucker, get out of here. Yeah, the show's been over for like three months. My <laughs> There's no water in this house. Like, we cut the electricity a long time ago. Yeah. And, we sit out of the house. and I'm, I, I just am like Googling squatters rights and like trying to figure out yeah. how that particular portion of the law works. But yeah, so Naomi's out. Yusuke is not out. And no one else is out. What do you think of part one? Part one. I liked it. I I personally really enjoyed the six people that came in. Yeah, um, I was surprised that they stayed for so long. Honestly, mm-hmm. maybe it's because we we watched this for like two months, but it felt like a really long time. Yeah, and mean like and I, and I binged like Boys and Girls in the City, so it yeah, didn't feel like a long time. Yeah, yeah, so it didn't feel like a long time. Like if if there was like only one person that left in like twelve episodes, it didn't feel that way. But right. It I it was satisfying. It was it was very different from Boys and Girls in the City. Yeah, it is super different. Can yeah? Do, do you think you could like articulate why? Like, what's different about it? I think it is because like I don't know if it's because I feel more as like a Westerner. I feel more connected to the problems that these people face than like someone who's living in Tokyo. I don't know. Mm. Like there's for, there's like some very like subtle like cultural differences between like. The boys and girls that were in Tokyo, even Armon. Yeah. Armon was like the, 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 the boy, like the one odd, like the black sheep there. Right. Um, that I, that seemed very different with like this group of people. I don't know. It's, it felt much more like it felt, it still felt like Terrace House, but it felt much more like I was watching a reality show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do get what you're saying. It, it kind of creeps a little bit more towards, I don't I don't want to say this in in a way that makes it seem like I'm I'm shitting on it but like it it definitely creeps more towards the the reason that I liked Boys and Girls in the City. Mhm. Because Boys and Girls in the City got away from this particular like feeling of like western reality television, right? Like the yeah. reason that I thought Boys and Girls in the City was so special was because it was just like we're bringing nice wholesome people into a house together to like try and fulfill their dreams, maybe find a relationship uh, in the house and just like live their lives without any, you know, dangling carrot of money or whatever. Uh, no mm-hmm. kind of prize at the end. These people are literally just living together. Yeah. And because of that, really everyone in the house, for the most part, with the exception of like a couple people in Boys and Girls in the City, like everything was pretty, pretty chill. The most, yeah, for the most part. And it was really genuine. Like, I felt like it was super genuine. Yeah, And I don't, I think part of it might have also been like, I don't know, part of the, I can only think of like one big twist in Boys and Girls in the City that I'm, Boys and Girls in the City, but I'm not going to spoil, but like where they edited it in a way that made it so that we didn't know the full story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that happened a lot more in this series than it did Mm -hmm. in the earlier version of the show yeah producer intervention not in the sense that like they're actually dictating what's happening on the show but in that they're like selectively editing certain bits of information out yeah to come back as shocking moments later yeah yeah which like i mean i'm I'm not i'm not 
I'm not shitting on it. Like yeah, I, I actually kind of that. enjoyed it. Yeah, Inherently. I kind of enjoyed it in the sense that like, like we didn't know Yuya was wearing like Naomi's like earring kind of thing. Right. Or, like we didn't know that like fucking um, Lauren went to dinner with her grandma every fucking Friday. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Exactly. But, or, or that Naomi was learning to swim by herself. Yeah. Yeah. And like I, it, it, it felt, it felt more like I was watching like a show. Yeah. Not so much I was watching these people's lives. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Which I mean, not to say that it's bad, but it was very different from like when when I first watched Terrace House Boys and Girls in the City. Yeah. I so what I've seen so far, so I I, I should preface this by saying that I really enjoyed these eight episodes. I thought they were really good mm-hmm. and, and I liked watching them and I, I don't wanna I don't wanna seem like too much of a downer. Um yeah. just overall. Because I thought it was really great. I thought it wasn't what I liked about Boys and Girls of the City. But anyway, what I have I seen on yeah. the internet is that the next part of Aloha mm-hmm. State from people who've seen it already is significantly better. Really? Than the first eight episodes. Yeah. It's like the first oh, eight episodes man. are just like fine and they just kind of meander along and then it just like totally ramps up and the next part is like amazing. Um, really? Which I'm like really looking forward to. Yeah. Oh my God. I I'm hope so I'm not excited. getting set up for failure, but like. I I'm excited to see what happens. And I honestly think just spoiled, bringing right? new people in is really important to the show. Yeah. Um, and what I liked about Boys and Girls in the City was when you started to get into that rhythm where people were coming and going a whole lot. Um, yeah. Where like every five or six episodes, like someone was out and someone else was in. Like once mm-hmm. you start to stagger when people are coming in and out and you have different dynamics in the house constantly, like that's when the show feels really fresh and cool and good. Um, yeah. I think, I think that was really cool too. So I'm excited to see what being new people are going to bring, bring to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a new girl and be a new girl. Yeah. All right. Predictions. We have to wait until like April to see if these predictions are true. Or I know. Not. Wow. Like, I I'm kind of amazed you even have any. What do you got? I do, know. You, do you have anything for me? What my predictions? Yeah. Considering that this is literally just going to be a thing that happens next week, <laughs> right? In in this like reality. Yeah. Um, Yusuke is gonna f- have a conversation with Lauren. I think. You think so? You think he's either gonna- that, either that, or we're just gonna fucking like pretend no one else exists. Mm. What are the two? You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. I still kind of think that Yusuke might be out. Yeah, I, that, so that's what I was going to say. I think that uh, he's going to ignore her, but I'm I'm going to stick to my guns and say that um, after a week of ignoring Lauren after their shitty date, Yusuke is going to realize that it's also his time to go after he, he kind of also realizes when Naomi leaves that he's allowed to leave. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, I seeing think, someone I think that else too. leave, realizing that he's not in a really great place and that he's not enjoying his time there, he's also yeah. gonna split. Yeah, I can see. That'd I be can a see really them. good part one, like yeah. part part two, episode one, like moment. You know, yeah, would be like this is my time to go. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Yeah, design a make a new album. Um, yes. I think I think the people are gonna like Naomi's gonna tell everyone we're leaving. We're gonna understand, and I think we're gonna have a really nice party where everyone hugs. Yeah, I think like so a too. Goodbye party. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's nice to know that she's not going to be leaving on like weird, shitty terms. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be good. I my theory for part two is that um, Eric and the Lauren are going to try and make something happen, or Eric's going to try and make something happen with Lauren. Now that really, yeah, I, I think I think he's going to like. I don't know. I think I think he's going to give it a whirl. There's there's a piece of my brain like it's weird. I can like almost visualize the two of them together, but I don't think it's a good fit. But I can also oh see God. them like falling into the trap where they think it is a good fit for like maybe a week or two. You know, I can see it, too. And I don't know if it's because like they were the first two to come in. So like by default, my brain is like they're the main characters, which is fucked up because they're <laughs> real human beings. Yeah. But no, I can fucking see it, too. Yeah. It's going to go horribly. But I can see it happening. Yeah. Um, so I, I want Avian's mom to come in. I just want to hang out. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully she's the new girl that comes in. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That'd be so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Th- I think those are my predictions. I think I think Yusuke mm-hmm. leaves part two, episode one. I think Eric and Lauren um, try and make something happen within you know the first couple episodes of part two. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Eric wasn't even the, the first character. I don't know why the fuck I was thinking of Eric. Never mind. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Cool. 
Hey, cool. that was part one. Hey, we that did was it. part one. Yeah. Go team. Um, I guess yeah. Tune in next week and uh, find find out what's happening with your good friends Andrea and Brendan on No Script at all. Yeah, because uh, uh, sure I'm also gonna find out what's happening. Yeah, cause... we sure as hell don't know yet. Uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. What do you think point. we should do? <laughs> yeah. Let us know. Um, I did see a suggestion that we we split up um, boys and girls in the city and talk about it um, mm-hmm. over over two weeks. Which on one hand I'm like into the idea of, but on the other hand I I watched that too long ago at this point that i don't think i'd be able to like really articulate what yeah, happened me neither i and just I also I just can't really rewatch remember. 46 hours of television again <laughs> that's true i can't really do that right now yeah um we could probably do like part one of boys and girls in the city yeah because i think it's also broken up in like kind of like weird chunks like yeah, eight I think it's like episode 10 episodes. chunks like that yeah. yeah yeah maybe we could like skirt over it and do like five episodes and five episodes like maybe that maybe work. maybe we can just go like a rundown of like best boys best girls yeah yeah we'll just rank them <laughs> we just, we'll just rank, rank them, the boys yeah. and girls in the city um, yeah anyway that said you know just tune in next week find out what's happening i promise you it won't mm-hmm. be fucking terrible um i, I can at least we're promise gonna try that. yeah yeah actually i don't even want to promise that i'm just gonna loosely yeah i'm gonna try i'm gonna loosely imply that next week won't be fucking terrible <laughs> wink it'll be great wink, wink wink nudge nudge hey uh you can find us on twitter uh at no script at all on twitter uh we have a website it's www.noscriptatall.com you can buy an aloha it's beach shirt at uh bit.ly slash no script beach it's It's very comfortable wonderful shirt wonderful shirt it's a very good shirt uh you can find the theme song for this show on the album nay plus ultra by ryan mitchell gray it's called knockoff it's a great album um also, while I'm while I'm shouting out Ryan, I should mention that uh, he's doing a reunion show with his old band in New York. Real, I think soon. Real, real. Uh, Are you gonna go see him? I'm I'm definitely going to. I think should be fun. Oh, that's awesome! Uh, it's a really yeah. good album. It's called uh, Mitchell Gray. I think this album is called On the Stellar Way. You should check that out. It's also on Spotify. Really cool album. Um, and yeah, my name is Brendan Bigley, and I'm on Twitter at Brendan Bigley. My name's Andrew Caprotti, and I'm on Twitter at Irie Smile. Yeah, cool. Find us. Uh, tweet us. And uh, don't send us spoilers. Don't, please don't. Please. We've been we we've, we've gotten it's been two months and we've been so good about not getting spoilers. I know. Yeah, it's been it's been really solid so far. Um, yeah, yeah. Again, thanks yeah. thanks to everyone who's listening to this. It's honestly really nice. Uh, someone tweeted. Yeah, it's at really us, fun. Yeah, was that yesterday and asked us um, when the new episodes are coming out, which is like really cool that people are like chomping at the bit for new shit yeah uh, thanks my dudes it and, makes you feel uh, very nice oh also just want to give a quick shout out to a person who gave us an itunes review named uh gengar was their username uh spelled <laughs> the exact same way that one of my friends also spells her username as gengar really uh, so i is thought it, is I, it your friend i thought that it was my friend and i hit her up i was like hey did you write this review because that's very nice of you and she's like i super did not someone is impersonating <laughs> me so shout out to gengar for your very nice review um cool Cool. See you next week. Yeah. Aloha. Aloha.